what's up everybody welcome back happy friday hope you're enjoying your week this of course is cody michael i'm joined as always by seth Ott. hello hello and of course we got jb here as well jared buckendall in the house razzle dazzle Ooh, giving a little razzle dazzle we're gonna get we're gonna get flashy and we're gonna get sexy trashy on, Ooh, trashy as well we can promise trashy i will say that much we are of course socially constipated this is the entertainment outhouse getting you set up for the weekend with the movie reviews and TV reviews from last week. Gonna catch up on some entertainment news and send you in the, into the weekend with some recommendations on things to check out. Pretty cool movie weekend. August, surprisingly, a lot of big names coming out. We're gonna talk about a, a handful of them tonight and get into some, I think some exciting news uh, about some things in development in our bathroom reading today. Before we get into game time, just wanna remind folks, head over to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. <laughs> and you can check out everything. All of our episodes are out there, all of our social media links. And if you click through to this specific episode, you can join the conversation in the comments. Just a reminder, no matter what you're doing out there, if you're interacting with Socially Constipated, you just might be giving yourself an entry into a giveaway for some movie tickets or some chic stuff. Hoping to start doing some football giveaways too. If you want to win some stuff, make sure you're following us, liking the videos, comment, you know, wherever you get a chance to interact with Socially Constipated. Give us money. Yeah, give us money. Don't forget that one. Uh, when you go to the page, hit the Become an Anchor Wanker button. Wanker. And head over to the Anchor page. Choose the contribution amount that is right for you. And uh, help us Millions. keep the show going and growing. we got a lot of stuff we want to do. Some of that means we're going to need some new Anchor Wankers. So, um, Wanker. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Money, it's time to... please. Mm-hmm. Money, please. We are ready for some game time. We're pulling out another one that has been really fun that we brought back recently. Oh, yeah. Whip it out. The Saurus Theater. Let's jump into it. Thesaurus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thesaurus Theater, for those who don't remember, I am taking a title of a movie, ran it through a thesaurus, pulled out different uh, synonyms for the original title. These guys are going to try and guess which what their actual title was. <laughs> Gotta tell you, I didn't have a whole lot of time to put together the show this week, so it's wow. probably won't be that hard. Wow. Uh, You're gonna let down all those hard paying customers of ours. Well, they need yeah. to pay us more, and I can give them, uh, you know, I, I could quit my job and then have more time to put together entertaining games for them. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Seth needs more money to quit his job. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're totally right, though. If you guys pay us enough to quit our jobs, the quality of this podcast will skyrocket. <laughs> I will tell you that. We'll have a lot more time to come up with fun, entertaining ways to dick around completely. It's yeah. going to be great. You, you guys have been calling us mediocre for years, but it's your fault. It's on you. Look in the mirror before you call someone mediocre. And pay us harder. I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Pay us Look harder. in the mirror and open your wallets. Venmo is at Seth Watt. <laughs> All right. The title for this week's The Source Theater entry is Moss Torch. What? <laughs> Moss, Moss Torch? So more torch. fire? Moss. M O S S Torch. Oh. I thought it was M A S. No, not Live Moss like Taco Bell. Yeah, that's what I thought. For some reason, I heard a bell in my brain when I, when I heard that. Moss, uh, grass, uh, green, nature. I'm thinking light, maybe, for light? Torch. Could be light or fire. Green light. Is green light a movie? Um, what's moss? Moss. What is that? Like a new growth of some sort. <laughs> I really um, thought this would be a fucking instant giveaway, but man, you, th- you thought you, you thought it was an obvious one, huh? I guess we're yeah. idiots. <laughs> the uh, you guys have been along the right track previously. I'll say that. The other thing, though, is if you remember, all my all the games for Entertainment Outhouse are typically related in one way or another to an an actor or a movie, an actor in a movie coming it. out. Yep, fuck. Yep, I got it. I know it. <laughs> Moss torch. Think about what a torch is. Yeah, it's it's a thing that lights things. It's a it's a you guiding light. You carry it. Um What I, are some other things that you carry that light? Flashlight? Away? Well, I mean, what are some others? Uh lighter? Flashlight? I <laughs> dude, I am I am not good at these games. <laughs> something you'd have in a campsite or in like an old-timey Harry way. Potter. You needed to a carry lantern. a lantern with you. A lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, so new green lantern. Oh, I got it! <laughs> <laughs> there he is! <laughs> for the win! Yes! LeBron James has the buzzer! 
<laughs> you get to hear it just instantly come into my brain. <laughs> it's like the Scott Pilgrim where it zooms into his brain and it goes, it flips from doesn't get it to gets it. Yep. <laughs> you can see it happen. Shouts out to the editor for shortening the amount of time it took Jared. Um, I can, was, I can all but guarantee we had to take longer. some time out. We had to take a bathroom break in between. Is, is how long it took. What was it? Mossy. Moss torch. Moss, Moss torch. torch. Yeah. Also, by the way, Randy Moss used to torch defenders in the NFL. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you're trying for. Ryan Reynolds, of course, star of Green Lantern. He's got Free Guy coming yep. out this Another weekend. Another two-word title. That. Him and Seth with the fucking Easter yeah. eggs. Every time we mm-hmm. think he's just being dumb, there's always a formula for the stuff. One day we'll figure it out, and then we'll build Skynet. Um, I like Green Lantern. I don't care who knows. I think it gets shit on way too much. I'm not saying it's inc- it's he should have won an Oscar. I just think it gets way more hate and i think it's like nickelback like no one this part isn't necessarily true about green lantern no one can tell you why nickelback is bad they'll just tell you nickelback is bad they don't know why they can't tell they, no one says their lyrics suck no one says they can't play guitar they just say nickelback is bad and i feel I like think most it's people because do that they about wanted a bathroom big enough to play baseball in it's sure that's an outlandish thing to want but <laughs> cool like if you have it dope you know tell me what you want yeah and whatever Green Lantern wants, he can have. He just has to will it with his ring. So, I don't know. I'm just... And you can shit on the CG suit or whatever. Maybe that was a mistake. It definitely was a mistake. I just think it was better than people give it credit for. That's all. If it's 20 on tomatoes, I'm saying maybe it should be 40. I, you know, that's not... I just think it gets a little too... I think it's like a fun thing to shit on Green Lantern. I think it's a little much. I don't know what you guys think. I don't think I, I've actually ever even seen it all the way through. It's been a while since I've seen it. I guess I don't have an opinion about it one way or another, really. Maybe I'm the only one who has strong opinions on Green yeah. Lantern. And you might, you literally might be the it. only person in the world that has a strong opinion about Green Lantern. Well, that's fine. I'll be the guy. I'll carry the torch. <laughs> the mossy torch? I'll carry that mossy torch. Uh, the brightest day and blackest uh, night. Blackest night should have been my fucking rap oh, name. Dang. I went with Jizz Guy. Yeah. And I could have been... <laughs> Blackest night. That's way cooler. You uh, you messed up, sir. That's what I get for listening to the SoCo comments. That's that's what that was. I was misguided. We got Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy this weekend. Previously in Green Lantern. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get another Green Lantern before too long here. Who knows? But for now, though, we got to wrap up Thesaurus Theater with a pretty good one this week. Thesaurus. <laughs> The former Werenberg that Seth goes to has some stinky bathrooms. If you Pissy bathrooms. From this week. We're looking forward to getting an update on that story on Monday's episode of Socially Constipated. But if you can get past the stinky bathroom and, and be in there for long enough, we hope you'll make yourself comfortable and, and go ahead and grab a book because we're going to get into our bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. We got three stories this week all about projects that are in development and... All about projects that I think I speak for you guys when I say we're all stoked are in development. Seth, we start with you. I was shocked when I saw this, but I was very excited. Yeah, sequel to a movie that came out when we were in high school. No, actually, I don't remember when this came out. When was it? 2004. 12, 2012. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Old movie. (laughs) Chronicle, the only good movie Dane DeHaan ever did. Well, hey now. Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia. Hey now. There's not a good... I know that what you're doing, Seth, is shitting on Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I won't have it. That movie sucks. What about Valerian? He was pretty good in that. That movie is awful. (laughs) Now you got him going. (laughs) Not quite as bad as as Amazing Spider-Man 2, but still pretty fucking terrible. I don't know, man. A lot of cool ideas. Chronicle 2, I guess, is apparently in development. I haven't read a whole lot about it. I just saw that headline. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I really liked the first movie. It looks like 2012 is when that came out. So by the time this next one comes out, it'll probably be at least a decade. Michael B. Jordan was also in that, but I don't believe he is allowed to be in the second one because didn't he die? Spoilers. I've actually never seen this movie, by the way. Oh, shit. Sorry. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Have you really never seen it? I've never seen okay. it. I just, I've seen clips where I think they go into a cave, there's a party, and then a dude floating and throwing a bus at another guy. Yeah, some telekinesis. Okay. okay. This so movie I've is seen so movie, fucking right? good. It's retro it recommended. Awesome. I'm going to take you back in time. Well, we're going. We don't need roads. This may be, like, I cannot adamantly enough recommend Chronicle. It is so fucking good. 
Dane DeHaan is excellent in it. Like you can say shit about like, you know, the cure to wellness or whatever it was, but like he is awesome in this. Michael B is good. This third guy who's, I don't know. Sean William Scott. Yeah, it looks like him. <laughs> if you took all the stuff that sucks about Marvel and DC movies and just took it out, that it is that. So it's like a, these kids get powers and they're trying to figure out how to use them. It's shot as found footage. Mm-hmm. Um, which at the time was a little played out, but the the way they use the found footage is super interesting to me in it. I can't recommend this enough. This is Josh Trank made this and got hired to do Fantastic Four. Now that was certainly a oh, hell mistake. yeah, woo! <laughs> but they saw that it was made on twelve million. It made a hundred and twenty million in the box office, and it got him a blockbuster hire. So regardless of how that went. Chronicle is worth seeing. It, I can't. Re- I'll, I'll pay yeah. for you to see it if it costs you money. You got to read that headline right there. That uh, might just the sway is, the tide of fans. I think this sounds cool. Uh, yeah. This Chronicle Two, female led. So they're going to replace the, the three the three uh, young men in this, presumably with a few females, and it's going to be set ten years after the original. So Seth, if you could uh, stop yourself from spoiling the entire plot of the first movie, Shut I up. think it would say. <laughs> I think it's reasonable to set a sequel after, like later. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it makes sense for the way that the story is set up. I am fascinated to see where this could go. Uh, how could they potentially expand what they've got here? Because it's a very tight movie. There's, they don't yeah. give you a big scale. So they could do a lot here. I was already cranked for this. The female piece of it, I think, is is maybe elevating my excitement. I think yeah. seeing this done similarly but in a new way is going to feel really cool. Very excited for this. I'm hoping that they cast Judy Dench, Helen Mirren, and Meryl Streep oh, as, the, as, the, as the three in that one. Oh, you find out that, that would it's be all fucking their grandmothers. <laughs> Can you imagine those three just like going around town, just fucking telekinesising everywhere? Oh, dude, that I think that's the way that they need to go with it. <laughs> I would pay double to see that. I'm I'm curious again. I have not seen this film. I know bits and pieces. Do they have? Do they set it up for a sequel, or do you think that there's remember. an easy way for them to make a sequel out of it? This movie does what I wish more superhero movies would do there's enough there to do a sequel but it doesn't depend on there being a sequel like there's not a cliffhanger there's not a basically a fucking trailer for the next movie in the middle of the credits or anything like that (laughs) the the story ends it's over it's done but you could do more and it just leaves it at that and i and movies used to do that if you don't remember back in 2012 movies used to end and this does that. I, there's nothing I can say bad about Chronicle, honestly. Like, the entire way it was made, including the ending, was so... I'm probably being hyperbolic, but it is so, it's one of my favorites. It's so fucking good. Back in 2012, the Avengers came out, so yeah. the movies didn't end. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, do you think that Marvel movies in the last decade have ruined these other movies because they're all like, we got to set it up for a sequel? Or was that happening oh, yeah. a lot more previously, before 2010? It was happening, but it didn't get respect. That was the thing. Yeah. If you were setting up some bullshit, it was like at the end of a horror movie, and the guy would, would escape ah, somehow. Like an arm out yeah. of it or something. Yeah, or like, he'd blah, and then the movie would end. Yeah. And, and, but So it wasn't like, no one was ever like, whoa, I can't, there's going to be a sequel, holy shit. It was never that until Marvel, and, and, and it's fucked up everything since then. Because, yeah, it all, is, it all is like that. I still remember the one, uh, I think it's Dracula Untold, which was supposed to be the first film to start up the the Dooku, the dark universe, uh, cinematic oh, universe. God. And it's like an old guy. I've never even seen the movie. I've just seen the post credits where it's an old guy and he's like, let the games begin. And then it's like, oh my God, we're going to get more. And then guess what? It didn't happen. Imagine having like the script or even the, the product of Dracula Untold and being like, this is our Iron Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> someone really thought that. I, uh, oh shit that's funny you guys remember the post credit scene of Titanic though yeah awesome. yeah that fucking ice cube comes back dude and it's got his hand in it and it twitches that, yeah. I still, that still gives me chills and now we're just drowning in all these sequels I was pausing for like you know uproarious laughter but I guess your guys' mics aren't working so I'll roll on the ice age I would kill what? the dinosaurs Jamie! (laughs) Shouts out, Arnold. They, young women, just finishing college, and they're saying that it's going to have to do, it's going to deal with fake news and real news and cover-ups. So if you've seen the first, maybe you, maybe you can kind of get an idea of what's going on here. Um, So sounds sounds like it's going to be interesting here. 
very curious, excited for this. Do, does it say Josh Trank is going to be involved in any capacity, or is it too no. early to tell? So this is an IndieWire article, and it says it says don't expect Josh Trank. Uh, he's it says in 2020 he told Polygon, I really didn't ever want to see Chronicle 2 happen. That was my worst nightmare. First of all, I'm not doing it. Second, if somebody else does, then you know it's going to be a piece of shit. Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> so. Oh man, I love it. I love it. I would love it more piece if he didn't make shit. Fantastic Four. Like I, you know, I if I don't make it, it's gonna suck. Well. Someone else made a better Fantastic Four I think movie he also did that, oh, that Tom Hardy... Uh, Capone? Uh, Capone! Yeah. That movie sucked. And nobody liked that. Like, yeah, like, I don't look at Josh Trank's fucking filmography and go, this guy's a genius, we should listen to him about Chronicle. I, I well, just don't. And did he didn't ever, write it either, so... Did, did you ever hear the whole situation where when Fantastic Four was, like, coming out, he was supposed to be working on, like, the Boba Fett movie, and then it just, like... I guess there was bad behind-the-scenes stuff. And again, this is all rumor. I don't even know the facts right now. But, like, he got shit-canned from Star Wars because of Fantastic Four. Or maybe it was Jurassic I Park. It. I don't know. It was one of those two. I know, yeah. Oh, I yeah, remember... he was supposed to do Jurassic Park, wasn't he? I think he was Colin, That was Colin. Uh... Oh, that was Colin Trevo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never mind. We're just getting these I all wrong. Yeah, well. White, white, me. white guy. Hopefully, I mean, hire a woman director. If you're going to have it be from a woman's perspective. Yeah. You know, and see how that does. They're not going to fuck this movie up for me, but I hope that it's a good sequel, and I hope it draws people back to the original, because I do still think it's underseen. I'm a big fan of Chronicle. I'm going to get that in my queue. It's been too long since I've watched it. Retro recommend for the week is Chronicle. Sequel is in development. No no details yet on when we can expect that one. But we, on this podcast, are also huge fans of Barry. Uh, so this is the Bill Hader-led Betty. HBO kind of comedy drama the first two seasons have been massively critically acclaimed. I think he got an Emmy. You know, the show has gotten writing Emmys. Incredible fucking cast. Season three has now started development. So they're on set. They're shooting. So apparently they were delayed for a coronavirus. And by the way, I like that they waited. Like, come back and make the thing. Like, don't give me some shitty version of Barry. Just, mm-hmm. well, I'll wait for Barry. Betty. And it's HBO, so they don't mind doing that. Um, apparently season four is already written as well. Bill Hader said to Seth Meyers earlier this year, uh, season three and season four are ready to go. So they got ahead. So we might get a quick, you know, season three, season four turnaround, which is awesome. And apparently the, someone at HBO said that renewing for season four hasn't happened yet, but it's likely. So we're going to finally get season three of Barry after a little bit of a wait. This is one of my favorite shows to come out in the last few years. So I had kind of forgotten, honestly, about Barry because it had been so long. But you guys is excited for me on this. I feel like everyone who watches this just fucking loves it. You got to be cranked for season three, especially with where things might be going now. I I suspect Jared's going to say, I got to say, I've never seen this show. Guys, <sighs> I, I got to say, I've I've never seen this show. <laughs> <laughs> I know well, of a few a things. Teller. I know that I know that he's a he's a he's a hitman that's trying to be an actor. And there's a guy that's named Soho Hank that's no supposed Hank. to be Noho Hank that's uh yeah north what is that north california uh Hank North Hollywood. To, north Hollywood. okay i i'm going to stop talking i am surprised you haven't watched this because i'm pretty sure Seth has screamed into your face I, that you there, should watch Barry like multiple I know, times maybe that's why you, you have not you guys <laughs> told me to watch stuff and i'm like <laughs> Jared if you sat down like the next time you have a rainy day oh that and that's sat, what i need if you watch season 1 of Barry Chronicle and season two of Barry in a day. I promise you, you that will be an awesome day for you. And that's what I need. So, take, so uh, those yeah. weather, the the people, the meteorologists that run the weather machines out in the deep ocean, send some clouds our way. Exactly. Yeah, we need a storm so Jared can get caught up and get on board with Seth, who I'm assuming is going to agree with me about how dope Barry is and how stoked we are for season three. I like Betty. <laughs> there you go. He likes Betty. You want to elaborate on that? No, I, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I like turtles. I mean, we knew it, we we all knew it was coming. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I I definitely look forward to it. I like Barry. Cool that season four is being uh, is already written. Mm-hmm. More Barry, please. How how much time has there been between seasons two and three? Because I feel like this has been something that people haven't really been talking about. Or was it just everything? Years. years. Or was it a thing where everything that you know essentially shut down? You know, Hollywood, uh, the movie biz. Well, I think the last season came out in like eight, 2019, maybe. Okay, so it's not that long ago. Yeah. March of 18th was the first, and then season two premiered in 2019. And Steel so, Trap up here. Oh, you got it. Uh, it looks like they were maybe in production. 
when COVID shut everything mm. down. Oh, here we go. Before a, before a single episode had been shot. So they yeah. maybe had just started uh. and got shut down, which is unfortunate. But hopefully that means they got a chance to like look at it and you know maybe hone Fine in a little tune bit. and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, there's certainly a risk of maybe overtuning, but 98 and 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes for the first two seasons. So people are definitely liking Barry. It's just really solid TV. Like if you want some funniness, if you want some depth, if you want some dope filmmaking. And they do at the end of all the episodes, they do like these little HBO featurettes that are all awesome. So you gotta watch those. Anyway, that's plenty on Barry. Well, wait. Now that we got two fully enthusiastic deep-throated recommendations on our news topics this week for Chronicle and Barry. What are you deep-throating, Jared? What do you got coming down the pipe that you're stoked about? Did you say pipe or pike? Didn't we already have this I conversation? Think we've had it. I don't yeah. remember when or where. I think the actual expression is pike, but I cannot get pipe out of my head. Oh, no, which, that's totally oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We get some hot breaking news that happened two days ago, people. Break oh, yourself, fool! Sanic 2 just had some major casting. We have the casting for Knuckles. Sonic 2 is coming. Knuckles is coming into the mix. And is it Idris Elba or is it Idris Elba? I, people are making fun of how I pronounce it. It's uh, I- Idris, Idris Elbow. Elbow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Idris Elbow. Famed actor, kick-ass DJ. He is now going to be the voice of Knuckles live action. And I think that this is a badass casting obviously we just saw him in uh, a movie that we're going to talk about in a little bit you know give me some uh sanic and knuckles action this is the definitive answer here's how you pronounce it idris elba idris, idris elba idris elba yeah. okay there we go the, there's a british what, one though Ooh, there we go idris elba, elba. there was nothing what there. other what else it's all a spanish it's one two. can you add oh. one i don't think we can ah damn you i think idris elba in spanish would just be idris elba <laughs> idris elba yeah, like Cody in Spanish is just Cody. I don't know about that. Do it? Can you do it slow? I yeah. see that's a do slow, slow option. Ooh, yeah. In the British. <laughs> Here's slow British. Idris Elba. And slow American. <laughs> Trump 2020. <laughs> you actually what? just scared me. You scared Google. me. <laughs> Google. This is a racist. podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we gotta cancel Google. <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> okay. Sounds like Google read a book. Uh, we move on. Trump 2020. <laughs> I wish I had thought of a better joke. I don't like having to lean on that, but... <laughs> Are you guys looking forward to old Knuckles in the, in this sequel? I am. I enjoyed the first Sonic. I thought it was very fun. I know Seth wants him to go back to the old design, but... Uh, yes! I, I liked, Dude. I liked the redesign. They should have, as a Blu-ray extra, included the nightmare cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the definitely eats children cut. <laughs> the most disturbing version of that would have been him just like eating any food. Just like him <laughs> sitting there for an hour, just sitting still eating like a bowl of pasta. Mm-hmm. And oh. just watching him having to eat with those man teeth. Actually, that reminds me. <laughs> those man teeth. This is a big departure here, for especially for this show. Do you guys see that fish that has man yes, teeth? Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was going to say like the it. same thing. It is horrifying. Don't look Let's, it up. It's going to fuck yeah. your day up. Let's talk about it on the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, more on that on Monday. Well, uh, there's a little spoiler for we'll you. We'll elaborate um, on uh, fish talk. I am excited for Sonic 2. I, I think the first one was very charming. I was never a huge Sonic fan, though. So, like, in terms of bringing Knuckles in, it doesn't get me incredibly stoked. But the idea of, like, you know, a red Sonic, which Knuckles is, having Idris Elba's voice, it's so, it's funny to me because it's going to be so contrasting with, what's his name, Ben? Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, yeah, mm-hmm. as the Sonic voice. It's going to mm-hmm. be, like, comedically deep. And I know Count Knuckles has a, a deeper voice, but it seems like Idris Elba's is, like, even deeper. So you get those two guys having fun. I don't know whether or not they'll bring back James Marsden. And then Jim Carrey seemed like he was having a blast as Robotnik. So mm-hmm. I, I am interested in this. I'm more of a Tails fan, I will say. So I'm, I'm hoping Who's doing the Tails voice? We get a good exactly. Actor I don't Tails. think they've cast that yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's, who's your dream cast for uh, Tails? Honestly, get what's the... Uh, improv uh, Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, get him to do it. Oh, that would be kind of awesome. There's not a voice in my head that's tails. I feel like it's he's got more of a, like a polite, maybe like Michael Sarah. <laughs> Actually, tails. that's a good choice. <laughs> I think I like that one. Gilbert Gottfried. Sonic, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to be Michael Sarah because I'm assuming Knuckles is going to yell at Tails, and I like the idea of knowing that 
somewhere in a room, Idris Elba yelled at Michael Sarah. <laughs> That's something I just want to know. I'm not too deep in the Sonic lore, but I was always under the impression that Knuckles was a bad guy. But are they are they bros? I, he might be one of those bad guys turned bros or bros turned anti-hero, bad guys, th- like a Venom. There is a so a touch of spoiler. He's teased in the post credits of the second movie, and I think based on the energy around that tease, I think he's coming in as a as an opponent. So yeah. maybe they'll maybe they'll make a friend out of him. Robotnik does something to uh, yep. probably help Knuckles or create Knuckles or something like that. And then Knuckles, after fighting Sonic, realizes, oh, Robotnik's bad. And then they fight against Robotnik, and then they win. So uh, new scoop, people. Uh, Seth is actually writing on Sonic mm-hmm. 2. I am. Um, what's the subtitle? Uh, Sonic 2. Sonic, comma, or uh, what, colon. Sonic, no, comma. colon. I would love to see a movie title where it's like <laughs> Sonic, comma, <laughs> two. <laughs> I think this will be good. I think it'll do well, too, because people like the first. And it was coming out at the beginning of quarantine, too, and it still performed. So I think this is going to be a, a big success, regardless of whether or not it's good. Seth probably just spoiled the entire plot. You're but welcome. But it might still be worth going to. That's all cool. We'll come back to Idris Elba in just a moment. He is signed on to play Knuckles in Sonic 2. Bill Hader and the gang are back shooting season three of Barry. Excited for that one. Chronicle, getting the retro recommend and a sequel. So get excited for those. And we're going to switch gears here, get you out of our bathroom reading. Sitting on a toilet. Now flush. Might need a second flush. If you don't, then you can go ahead and get on out of there. We're going to get you ready for the weekend. Uh, let you know what was good from last week. Time for reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. Let's start with the TV show. Seth, you've been recommending this to Jared and I all season. I have not started it, but I'm very excited to hear that season one is wrapping up. I know this is a spinoff from a movie that we all enjoyed. So excited to hear you talk about season one. Yeah, Jerry, you saw Blind Spotting the movie, right? Actually, I hate I hate to say it, man, but you I'm didn't kidding. see it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> they all die at the end anyway, so they do. I only said Michael B. Jordan <laughs> dies, and he also dies in Blind Spotting season one. It's a hidden scene that's in the oh, background. Yeah, wow. Sad. Did Michael A. Jordan kill him? <laughs> <laughs> he did. And then he showed up to play a basketball game. Blind Spotting season one on Stars. So if you uh, need an excuse to spend five dollars a month. Stars will do it for eight episodes of Blind Spotting. So it's a it takes place directly after uh, the movie Blind Spotting. Miles, who is the uh, white fellow in uh, Blind Spotting, the lead, he is uh, in jail, and the show takes place primarily around Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine Cephas Jones, Jones baby. yeah, Oof. who is the girlfriend of Miles. She has a kid with him as well. He's younger, I think he's like six or seven, maybe. And so the show takes place primarily about her the fallout of all that miles is in it he's at least in every episode and they kind of do a cool thing where he is recapping the prior episode from like from jail like on the phone typically mm-hmm. talking to someone and they actually kind of do a cool little wrap-up at the end showing like who he's talking to pretty neat it's her basically trying to figure out her life now that he's in jail he's going to be in jail for quite some time so she's trying to figure all that out kind of trying to juggle like being a parent but still being like young and and now I guess not single, but like being independent. She also is in the show living with Miles's mother, who's played by Helen Hunt. So they kind of kind of got weird random casting in this show, and she hmm. she's one of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, eight episodes, half hour episodes. I think the coolest thing about this show is that they do a lot of genre bending. Just like in Blind Spotting, there's some rapping and things like that. The movie, the show, there's a lot of different things. There's a little bit of rapping to bright character. Jasmine Cephas Jones, who plays uh, her character's name's Ashley, she does like some poetry type stuff. There's also a lot of like background dancing, like chore- like choreography to stuff that's going on. Some really interesting like choreographed, not like dancing, but like scenes, things happening in the background to what's happening with the characters. A lot of uh, topics of so with again with Miles being in jail and him having a young kid, like what that what that perception is of like basically that perception of of him growing up now he's going to have a convict for a father and like how how much they want to protect him from that versus how much of like he should know about his dad and the culture in oakland and all that stuff 
So a lot of race stuff in there, a lot of income equality and things like that in there. Because the first blind spotting, there's a lot of stuff of the gentrification of Oakland so that that continues here as well. A lot of stuff about like raising mixed family because Helen Hunt's obviously white and she raised Miles who's white, but then also like she took on like other, she's technically David Diggs' mother as well, who was in the in the movie. He also co-wrote the show as well. He's not in the season at all, so if you're expecting to see his character from the movie pop up, he's not going to be in there, but he's definitely involved. I loved the show, though, uh, with all of the different things. Like, There's a lot going on in this show, but it never feels out of place or too much or weird. Uh, the show is very funny, but also going to be pretty sad at times. A lot of like scenes that happen where... It's definitely not what's actually happening. Like a lot of stuff, like that's not happening in reality. But they they play it off in such a in a way that that correlates with the emotions of what you can tell what's going on with with the character in the moment. Like the actual moments happening, but the stuff happening around them isn't real. But it's kind of telling how that character's feeling. Just really cool, really deep, really interesting stuff. But also kind of gets weird and funny sometimes. I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. I hope they do another season. I don't know if they're going to, but. I hope they do more. Um, they leave it at a place where they could do more, but kind of like with blind spotting, there's stuff that's unanswered. The movie, there's stuff that's unanswered, but could be answered more. I never thought there'd be a show or a, mo- a sequel, but I'm very happy there was. So, hundred percent recommend this. Uh, I think you guys would both love it. And if you like the movie, definitely check this out. I'm very stoked right, for this. All right, this movie was one. I think I got this one from We Missed the Boat from you. I think I so. Yeah. Right? And it's one that I was really upset with myself that I had missed by the time I got to it. This, the movie is so good, and that they were able to capture some of that style in the show makes me very excited. This has been on my list, and it, it's something that I think I, I may want to binge. So I'll be getting that Stars password. Actually, I already have your Stars password. Mm-hmm. So I am definitely checking out Blind Spotting. Jasmine Cephas Jones is enough of a reason for me. But all those other ones sound good too. Stars, by the way, is the name of the uh, booby club here in Bend. So. <laughs> For five bucks, you can see Damn. some television there, too. Damn, five bucks. Count me in. <laughs> well, you're getting five bucks worth it. Boobies you're gonna get more entertainment. You'll get more entertainment out of your five bucks by getting stars and watching Blind Spotting than you will at stars, just for whatever that's worth. But that's a total aside. Anyway, Blind Spotting available now. Go check that one out. Getting the big recommend from Seth. Seth, I hope you're drinking water over there. We got a couple more coming your way. Oops. I have no idea what this next one is but it sounds like it would be dangerous if it's literal (laughs) (laughs) it is not literal the movie is called ride the eagle so that's what cody's about but kind of going back to my my pandemic roots here i found a a movie on vod that i thought looked interesting and the cast was really good so just decided to throw it up there had a a decent rating on rotten tomatoes it's uh so stars jake johnson jk simmons and Darcy Carden are kind of the main people. And then Susan Sarandon is in it as well. Susan Sarandon plays Jake Johnson, who's Nick for New Girl, plays his mother. She passes away from cancer and leaves a cabin to him. The only catch is that he has to complete a list of things that she left like, a videotape for. So she has to complete a list of things that basically will improve his life because he's kind of a he's basically living in like the backyard of a person he's in a band with uh, in like a small little cabin doesn't seem to have a job or anything like that so they lost touch over uh, many years and so she decides to leave him the cabin but wants to teach him like one last lesson life lesson type of thing and so he's he has to complete this list in order to get the cabin darcy carden is part of that list essentially he has to call an ex and kind of like apologize the one who got away not an ex but the one who got away and apologize so she's in a fair amount of the movie the only reason i bring that up is because one of the big reasons i like the movie so much is because of their relationship they are hilarious together <laughs> darcy carden is like just very sarcastic and witty definitely not like the not like janet but hilarious like janet i mean jake johnson plays a very nick character I mean, probably just from the description of him being kind of a dude in a band living in a, in, a, in the backyard. He's not a very successful dude, and he's pretty, like, he's a nice guy, but just not, like, the mo- not the brightest out there. Very charming in, in the show, or in the movie. And so they're, they're back and forth, and, like, little quips at each other and stuff uh, is, is really good. It's weird that him and, like, him and Susan Sarandon have, like, a good, like, 
chemistry because she's talking to him through a, a videotape the whole time but their relationship was really interesting and kind of cool to see like him discovering more about his mom through these tapes uh, i thought that was a really interesting kind of plot plot device funny movie kind of a drama as well it gets emotional jk simmons plays a really interesting character in this one which he when he does like smaller parts in movies he tends to play like awesome. weird out there characters yeah like palm springs mm-hmm. this is kind of similar to that that type of character as well same demeanor I definitely don't do the same things because that movie is wild but kind of same demeanor um plays a little bit weirder of a guy but he's fantastic as well i really like this one a lot as well like i said funny dramatic good indie movie and if you like jake johnson and you like nick from new girl then i think you'll love this i give it a full recommend on vod i think it's like a seven buck rental right now so if you don't want to pay pay up, pay up to seven dollars maybe wait till this one pops up on like prime or something like that but i really really like this one a lot so if you're you're itching for some uh nick miller type of vibes and a good just solid 90 minute indie movie i'd uh, i'd say this one's for you i'm not sure i've ever heard more things seth likes mm-hmm. in a movie <laughs> This is like, okay, it's got that, it's got that, it's got that, it's got that actor you like. It's indie, it's small, it's short. short. <laughs> you know, it's, I love it. This sounds cool. The cast sounds awesome. Darcy Carden, maybe if not for quarantine, she already would be huge. She, There's no way she's not, like, fucking huge soon. I, she's way too funny, I think. Mm-hmm. So this is a good one. Go find Ride the Eagle. This is out there on VOD if you got seven bucks. Seth, again, you have a sip of water while I set you up for this next one. I'm going to try to set this up. I think... I don't know whether or not it's a, a documentary or not. I, that I don't know. But I do know that it was made by someone of whom you are a big fan uh, mm-hmm. that goes way back to our childhood. So interesting to see. And this is someone you've, re- you've reviewed this person's prior movie before yeah. on our show, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, so that prior movie was called Jack of All Trades. That was a documentary done by uh, Stu Stone, who does a podcast. Uh, he was on the sh- MTV show Blowing Up with Jamie Kennedy, did a podcast, the first podcast I listened to, um, and then that documentary, Jack of All Trades, is about baseball cards. This movie is, it's set up like a documentary, but it is not. And I'll, I'll say Iron Sheik had a review of this movie. He said, I be honest with you, at Stu Stone, your movie faking a murder make the legend laugh, and that not easy to do, Bubba. Nice. If you are not, if you are not a jabroni, watch the movie, or I beat the fuck out of you. And then he put a wow. link. Don't be a jabroni. Glowing review. And I agree with Iron Cheek. I, I did enjoy it as well. I mean, I probably wouldn't, uh, you know, beat the fuck out of someone about it, but uh, I would recommend <laughs> it. So basically, yes, they they use the fact that, like, they actually bring up the fact that they made the jack of all trades, and like that was a documentary to try and sell like this being a documentary as well. Uh, essentially, the idea. So Stu Stone and then his real life brother-in-law, who was also on the podcast I listen to a lot, Adam Rodness. They have a production company together an actual like real established production company and so they they find a video of this guy on on the internet who is like redneck and like talking gibberish into cameras and like basically saying that he shoves someone in a, he like he has a body in a trunk and like put body parts into a burn barrel and stuff and so they find this video and say like they try try to pitch making the murder documentary but they're going to go find this guy. So, like, they basically pitch the whole thing as being, like, what's the hottest, like, type of movies or shows right now? And obviously, like, you know, real um, true crime is. And so they found this video and they want to go find this guy because they believe that he killed someone. The The movie is them going out to to go find the guy. It's, it, it is, it's a mockumentary, so it's, it's funny. Like, the, these two have known each other for a very long time, so they have really good chemistry together. Stu kind of plays as, like, the, the the audience the straight almost like the straight man where he like adam will say like sarcastic or like out there things and Stu will be like what are you talking about man type of thing so like the, their comedy they, they bounce off each other really well them going to like find the the guy and going through different like private detectives and things like that some of those characters are hilarious that they meet the actual journey itself i thought was pretty interesting and like kind of a pretty well set up mystery of like what's going on here with this guy (laughs) um so that i thought that was pretty well done overall i thought it was a really interesting mix of genres and they did a good job of of making it seem real for quite some time like at a certain point i'm like okay i know i know enough about Stu personally where i'm like okay this is this is definitely made up and there's some like characters in here that are like way out way out there and way outlandish but i thought that 
is presented really well for a good portion of it that you might not necessarily know one way or another. But outside of that, pretty good mystery, very funny at times. If you're a fan of like the the true crime stuff, I think this is an interesting one to check out as like almost a I don't know, I'm trying to think of the word like not like not I'm thinking like anti-hero, but like uh, is antithesis the right word for opposite? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of that and kind of like taking that genre and just flipping it a little bit and again making it funny but presenting it in a way that you're used to. I think that'd be an interesting thing for someone who's a fan of those to check out. Like I've seen some true crime here and there, but it's not something I'm necessarily a big fan of, but I I still enjoyed this a lot. 90 minutes. So again, quick watch. Yeah. Just overall, like just good chemistry with the, the, the leads and good time. Seth, would it be fair to compare this at all? Sounds like decidedly less goofy, but to like an American Vandal where it's yeah. like an honestly uh, shot okay. documentary yeah. but about shit that's funny and not true. Is that fair? It's not about shit that's funny because they're really, they're trying to go find, like they, they keep that pretty earnest the whole time where it's mm. like this guy, they really think this guy murdered someone and like they're almost making excuses to try and like, even if they've been presented evidence, like this guy probably didn't kill someone. They're still like looking for more to f- be like, to prove their point of like, this guy murdered someone, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, there's some pretty obvious moments that happen in the movie where like, they're, they're clearly making that up. So some of those moments are funny as well, where it's just like people are, are being, dude, you guys are dumb. Like he's, you know, he did kill someone and they're like, no, 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 he did. You know, like so they're doing <laughs> that. and, and just basically delusional at times, I think is probably a good way to, to do it. Cause they're, they, 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 the main thing here is they want this to succeed. They want to, they want to be able to make a movie and get, because they want to, they want to make money, make a movie, become popular filmmakers, all that stuff. And through that, they're willing to go, they're willing to push the truth as far as they can, type of thing. This sounds then like if American Vandal met Making a Murder, obviously met mm-hmm. Don't Fuck with Cats. I think yeah. the video mm. part where it's like, this guy a murderer? Let's go fucking find out. Yeah. And and if that's, I mean, if they looked at those three things and went, these things all really worked on Netflix. Let's combine them. Mm-hmm. And they did it well, and the Iron Sheik likes it. This sounds pretty cool. I, I don't know if this is one. Uh, have you seen it out there? Is it being advertised, or is this someone fo- something folks are gonna have to go look for? It's on VOD, so it's like on all the the streaming platforms. I haven't seen it like because I follow Stu and everything. Like I've seen him tweet about it and advertise it and stuff like that. But it's not one that it's. I don't think it's gotten like a, a major push or anything like that. They made it up in Canada. It just got re- recently released here, but it's been out in Canada for a little bit, I think. And I think it's like been on Shutter, the streaming service and stuff. Go find Faking a Murderer, Stu Stone, who we love. It sounds like he's doing a good job on the filmmaking, which is, isn't that cool? I, I wouldn't have guessed mm-hmm. he'd be a good filmmaker, but it sounds like he's finding some cool stuff. That, that's awesome. Good for him. Maybe that means that our future as podcasters will be to make cool movies. First, we got to do a rap album. One day. Well, we're on our, let's fucking get it done, guys. We'll see, man. Everybody's <laughs> going to want to hear our raps. What was our yeah, rap? Yeah. Spaghetti about spaghetti? You're not spaghetti ready for this Spaghetti over spaghetti. violence. Yeah, <laughs> Spaghetti Over Violet. That's our rap name. Uh, we got DJ Meatball. That's you, Jared. Oh, hell and, yeah. Um, Seth, who, what do you want to be? You want to be, uh, be Four Cheese Sauce? Or you want to be the noodler? I'll be uh, Parmesan Them Balls. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there it is. Sprinkle Dinkle. Sprinkle d- Parmesan Them Balls. I'm going to be just like a light, light sprinkle of cilantro. That's my rap name. So make sure you keep an eye out for us. Spaghetti Over Violence coming out with the album soon. It's called Sauced. Oh, my God. Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) The debut album, Sauced. We're going to speak this into existence and become rappers. Speaking of violence, I think this next movie is going to have plenty of that. This one was highly anticipated. The biggest biggest release of last weekend. I missed it. And you guys both saw it, as did it seems like everybody else in America over these last two weeks. So they handed James Gunn the, the keys to Suicide Squad which did not work with David Ayer a couple of years ago. And they added a the, uh, much like Facebook removed the the, uh, they added the the. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it, if, if it added to the experience. Uh, Jared, I know this is one that you were looking forward to. I think it's one that you liked. What'd you think of the, the, the Suicide Squad? Yeah, unlike Facebook. I mean, they did wonders with this by putting the in front of it. Completely different. No one was confused at all. 
<laughs> it's not like I, they cast half of the same cast in anything no like that. no and don't explain it at all um <laughs> i had i had a fun time i mean this is the big comic book movie of this month i guess you know we're we're getting movies back again and this is you know following essentially half of the 2016 suicide squad throwing in some even crazier characters you have john cena as this peacemaker dude you got david what's his last name again i can't pronounce it that's a machine. There we go. As a Mr. Polka Dot Man, we got a shark. <laughs> There's a lot of weird creatures and stuff in this one, but essentially it's, you know, the same format as the first one. You get all these kind of uh, despicable, I guess, villains in this case, and if they go and do this quote-unquote suicide mission in this suicide squad, they get time off of their sentence. And, yeah, it's, it's action-packed, it's ridiculous, it's funny. Bringing in the new characters was probably the best thing for myself in this. Mm-hmm. Again, James Gunn was able to do something unique of him coming from Guardians. He's able to balance a group dynamic. And I think that, you know, some of the older people, you know, like Harley Quinn, uh, Rick Flag, and I think a couple others, they still had shine, time to shine, but it was definitely more about the newer characters for myself. Who would have thought that I would have just thought it was so endearing that a woman can control thousands if not millions of rats oh yeah so i have an open mind now on dating profiles if you have a rat in your (laughs) your head i guess i don't know i had a pretty good time with it i'm I'm curious seth what you kind of grabbed from this and i'm I'm sure when you're talking i'll think of more things yeah i mean the thoughts are pretty similar to you it's crazy because i i I feel like they probably could have done a good job with the first suicide squad but like what you said jared the the group dynamic that james gunn has like the way the way he's able to write like the ensemble cast mm-hmm. it's a, a pretty dang good skill but if that would have been applied to the first movie i think that movie could have been a thousand times better especially with the cast they had but it also is because he has these fucking wacky weird characters like the i forgot about the rat chick but that the rat person rat catcher two baby not yeah. one two yeah where, where'd and rat then... catcher one go oh he died <laughs> <laughs> King Shark, played by Sharky Balboa. Yep, um, yep, throwing those dukes up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sly Stallone does the voice for King Shark. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I didn't even know the shark spoke English. I just thought he like, mumbled <laughs> a word. I thought it was like an I am Groot kind of situation. That's like, that's basically what it is. Yeah, basically. That's what it is. We're going to this big name actor to just grunt. Oh, it really is. Yeah. And they did hurt. Fuck yep. Hollywood. They're wasteful. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out, Vin Diesel. People are coming for you. <laughs> Family. King Shark was, was hilarious. I, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I feel like Weasel could have been used a, a little bit more. But Yeah, uh, fucking give that creepy little uh, hairy man some more screen time. <laughs> the way that thing runs oh my made, God. made me laugh more than anything <laughs> in that movie. Oh, I think shit. I've just seen stills of that thing. and <laughs> Wait until I... he moves. When he runs, it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Okay, so I'm sure like it was funny in the context of this movie, but like, is it? Have you, you know, when you see things and you're like, man, if this music was different, that would be fucking scary. It's yeah, that, it's that, creepy. Yep, that's 100%. what I think of that. Th- I think that thing would give me the goddamn nightmares. It's uh, definitely it creepy. creepy. Yeah, Ugh. it looks like a, a real life version of a haunted uh, Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, essentially. That's the one that's played by Pete Davidson, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, yeah, I like Polka Dot Man as well. I thought they did some, like, for, again, a guy who just throws polka dots and stuff, I thought they did an interesting job with him. Yeah, overall, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's funny. It's definitely a James Gunn movie. It's funny. It's got some cool action. Group dynamic's good. I can't even remember. I, I can't remember the villain, so that might say something about that. You know, super, a lot of superhero movies uh, don't have great written villains. I don't really remember what the villain was here. John Cena I liked a lot as a Peacemaker, and I'm looking forward to see, seeing what they do with the Peacemaker show. But yeah, I don't know. It's I enjoyed it. A uh, lot better than the first one. If you like James Gunn, you'll like this. Yeah. Format. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, yeah, you're you're going to find a character or two that you're going to really enjoy. You know, you're going to like some of the jokes, you know, some of them maybe not, maybe the bits go on a little too long. It's definitely like it's leaning into the fact that like none of these people, you know, they're on a suicide mission, so it leans into the fact that none of them are really safe and whatnot. I think that, yeah, towards the end, it gets a little too, hey, it's another comic book giant thing, explosion, uh, all destruction. Like, 
I was really digging the group dynamic and kind of the intimate moments that they did have because the good thing, again, going back to how they introduced everyone, again, it's it's funny because we're comparing it to 2016 because obviously that that's what we have. And that one did such a spectacle of like, hey, it's this person, and then you get a flashy screen and all of these like literally stats that are up there for a second and you don't you can't read it. They do such a great job of introducing all of the characters, kind of their skills, what part they're going to be of the team in like a five minute walking scene. And it's just like, okay, I guess we're already into the movie. So I like how it's kind of a reboot sequel, but they don't take any time to really explain the rules of this world. They kind of, they kind of assume you already know what is going on uh, with this group. So, I don't know, you know, comic book movie, I had a fun time. I wouldn't say it's anywhere like, you know, some people are shouting to to the top of the world saying that they've seen it seven times already, and I'm like, hey, man, I got to watch Blind Spotting. I'm sorry, I can't watch Suicide (laughs) Squad seven seven times. Realistic and grounded of you, Jared, to not say that this is the greatest movie ever fucking made, because I am seeing a lot of that. I may have missed, did did you guys talk about Idris Elba? Is his character dope? I thought he looked cool. Yeah, he's fun. I mean, kind of the joke is that him and Peacemaker are pretty similar in terms of what they do yeah Mm. um and so like idris elba has like some cool gadget gun stuff and peacemaker's a little bit more just badass you know kill you but i thought john cena just had better lines and had more quips (laughs) and idris idris elba was is just pretty straightforward through a lot of the movie yeah he's more of like literally kind of a, a carbon copy of the will smith character but i think that he works so much better with the group here oh sure sure i gotta say i thought this was gonna suck (laughs) <laughs> and most, most of what I'm seeing is is good news. It sounds like people, it didn't do super great at the box office, even though everyone liked it, which kind of surprised me. But what do you guys think? Would you like to see more of James Gunn either in the DC world in general or with more Suicide Squad or like where, Seth, I, like, let's start with you. I know that you've never been a big James Gunn fan. Is this Did this move the dial for you at all? I'd watch another. That's, wow, that's I, high I'm praise. Not, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I'd watch another. I don't know about a sequel. I mean, I think that it'd be cool to bring in even crazier characters and then do the same thing. But it, More at, at weasel. What, at what point, though, is it just like you're doing the exact same thing, you know? So if he can find a unique angle to bring to this group, then yeah. But I think it's already been, or maybe word on the street is that they are the DC or DCEU Warner Brothers already is going to have him do another project, whether it be Suicide Squad or something else. So I think that, um, you know, that whole kerfuffle a couple years ago where Marvel was like, we got to get rid of him. And then DC's like, we don't give a shit. And then Marvel's like, oh no. I think it's kind of maybe biting them in the butt Marvel a little bit because again you know this isn't like the best movie but for DCEU it's up there it's kind of like if they came out with vanilla RC Cola like ooh they're infringing on Coke's property it's like I don't think Coke gives a fuck you know (laughs) Disney they're not gonna harm MCU at this point so Mm -hmm. maybe they just see it as he was toxic for us if you want to be if you want to make shit fine but it sounds like he's done after Guardians 3 with the MCU so maybe they just maybe they're like oh that's okay we got squirrel girl coming out so we're gonna be fine dude that'd be nuts i want a a, just a movie with weasel running a half marathon i'd watch the whole thing dude i'm telling you (laughs) if you ever want to see this man run it's like if you were to give a six foot seven guy wearing a soaking wet cat in a hat outfit and he's about to poop his pants because he had too much taco (laughs) bell this is yo is this a dog (laughs) yeah i think it's an afghan hound (laughs) That thing is disturbing. He is I don't like horrifying. It Let's quickly move on from Weasel here. Uh, the Suicide Squad is available. You can watch this on HBO Max at home if you like. I may do it. Also, it's in theaters if you want to go have the big loud noises. But getting thumbs up from everybody. Suicide Squad, go check that one out. And we just mentioned the MCU. And Jared, we got, you got a little preview look into the next of the Disney Plus TV shows. I believe it was a three-episode preview. We're going to get the first one right now, actually. If people are listening to this episode, first episode of this MCU piece is already out on Disney Plus. So, Jared, what can the folks at home look forward to? Yeah, people, we have the new Disney Plus Marvel series is kicking off. We're not doing live action. We're doing animation this time with What If. And essentially, if you don't know what this is, it's, hey, uh, what if... Thanos won or what if Tony Stark didn't become Iron Man basically it's any kind of situation in the MCU and then twisting it 
and I was again able to see three episodes, each having a different unique flavor and tone and whatnot. I mean, I'm really digging the animation style. Essentially, it's like this 2D, 3D cell shaded that has very emotional, like the, the facial reactions of the characters I thought really worked and whatnot. So it's really interesting animation that I think makes this unique but also works for the properties. Again, as the time of you listening to this podcast, there is one episode out and I can say the first episode is Captain Carter. I'm not going to really elaborate too much more because I think you should just go watch it, enjoy it for what it is and whatnot. I think overall what I'm digging about this is that this feels like I can step back and breathe and I don't have to maybe watch this to stay up to date on what is happening in the MCU. Again, these are happening in different timelines, so I guess it is kind of canon. But again, it's kind of refreshing of like, okay, well, let's see what kind of weird episode comes out this week. You know, maybe Squirrel Girl is going to get the Infinity Gauntlet. Who knows? And maybe you don't like an episode. Well, guess what? Who cares? It didn't actually happen in the MCU. Or you really like one. Go back and rewatch it a week or two later where none of these are really tying into each other and it's kind of like the flavor of the week, the adventure of the week, almost like a Twilight Zone-esque thing because Jeffrey Wright, they have him as the voice of the Watcher and each episode kind of opens on like a two to three minute thing of him explaining kind of an iconic event that's happened in the MCU and then he's like, well that happened in this universe and then it kind of zooms out and it's like, well what if it this happened instead is nice to have him kind of be the narrator through this explaining and setting up each episode and then you go and again the three episodes that i saw i was like hell man make one of these into the live action because i would rather see this than what we already got but then again you know it's a thing where you have to start somewhere and then you can start making changes so i wouldn't say necessarily this is a like must see because if you're trying to stay up on the mcu like lore but I think it's such a refresher, and I'm digging it so far. I'm definitely going to be watching these. I've already watched uh, all three of these episodes twice already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really enjoy them. And again, there, there's one with uh, Chadwick Boseman that that one I think is going to be a lot of fans' favorites. So if you're an MCU fan, obviously watch it. If you need a break from stuff, it's okay to skip out on it. But if you want to just you know kind of cherry-pick pick some of these episodes, definitely dive into it. And I know some people might have problems with the voice cast obviously schedules and i'm assuming money they didn't get every single actor and actress from the mcu to do their part in this but the people that they did bring in are you know they're good name they're familiar in the voiceover um community and whatnot so i think that they do a fine job of almost bringing their own personality to the characters so what if is given uh, i'm giving it two thumbs up peoples wow two thumbs I yeah love that. that's a it's a lot of thumbs yeah, it's a pretty good Friday night. Uh, this <laughs> Ladies. What If is out now. You can check this one out. Episode one, Captain Carter, is already dropped. Jared, with the rest of these episodes coming out, are you going to do some like quickie reviews on TikTok? Or are you doing anything following along on YouTube that folks can go watch you in? I will for sure be doing, you know, some TikTok probably breakdowns, Easter egg videos, stuff like that. I want to try to do some, basically, you know, what I did for WandaVision of, you know, either reactions or weekly breakdowns, but it's it's time, I guess. Uh, I'm running out of time. I was running out of time. So uh, I guess stay tuned, peoples. Stay tuned. Uh, J-Buck Studios everywhere is the place. See what Jared thinks of what if we have that. We have the Suicide Squad, Faking a Murderer, Ride the Eagle, and Blind Spotting Season 1, all getting some pretty hearty recommendations this week. So it's a solid movie weekend that has just passed. So that's what we've got for our reviews this week. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it! And Jared, your, your time is looking like it's going to be in high demand uh, because we've got, uh, I'm looking at the lineup from this weekend and there's a bunch of shit to watch. you got to let the folks know what's coming up here. I it's know. coming right for us! Fun fact, people. I, I said, you know, this last weekend I was going to play some N64. I didn't do that shit. I'm not going to be able to do it this weekend either. There's too much coming out. So we have uh, we have a blockbuster movie, Free Guy. Ryan Reynolds is in a video game, essentially like a GTA-type game. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I haven't seen it, obviously. Uh, I'm going to see it the day that this comes out. But that is coming to the theaters. I believe Respect. Is this the uh, Aretha Franklin? Uh, mm-hmm. Sure is. Uh, yep. Biopic, I believe. 
That's um, right. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know too much about this one, but I think I will be checking this one out as well. So if you're looking for some music and some biopic, check that out. We have uh, Stephen Lang, Blind Man, in Don't Breathe 2. I surprisingly enjoyed the first one, so I, I'm curious on what this one's going to be. I think it's like a quick 90-minute horror film, so if you're looking for that almost like a, I'm assuming a horror thriller. That's in the movie theaters for sure. We have a Netflix movie called A Beckett. John David Washington is on the run in this thriller. Um, I have a review on YouTube. Otherwise, we'll have a review probably next week because I'm assuming some of you, me, either of you guys might watch this one, maybe. I probably will. Fuck not. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Cody's, uh, Cody's okay. watching that one. There we go. So Cody, we'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a review next week. And then I'm still going to say it. I'm going to watch it again because I have a screener but CODA, C-O-D-A, Children or Child of a Deaf Adults. It is coming to Apple TV+. Plus. I watched this at Sundance earlier this year, and this is the hardest I have ever cried tears of joy in a movie. This is the best movie I have seen all year, and, it, and maybe I'm inflating it, but it hit me on an emotional level. This, If you're only going to see one movie this week, this is the movie. Watch wow. Coda, people. That is big. I'm gonna check it out because of that. Guys, it's on my job movies of the year. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm gonna uh, spoiler. I mean, I'm gonna watch this tomorrow, which is actually previously when you're listening to this. And I need to set time aside because I know I'm gonna ball again. So uh, I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. This is exciting. I love this. I love when people get stoked. Uh, definitely check out Coda. Uh, we've got Beckett on Netflix. Don't breathe too. Respect and Free Guy all coming into the movie theater. So it looks like a good movie weekend, and those are the things to check out. It's coming right for us! All right, folks. Well, now that you know what to go see, uh, we're going to get you out of here and off to your weekend. But first, one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. I think I've done like three straight one more things about Dave on, on FX Hulu, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, episode, I think, seven of the new season just came out. It's the penultimate episode of the current season of Dave. And I think Dave season two got a little bit of a rocky start and we're going to do a full review next week of the season because the finale is next week. This last episode, the penultimate one of episode two is so fucking good. I loved it a lot. I talked on Socially Constipated this week about how strongly I was relating to some of the things in Dave. This is another potentially even more extreme version of me relating to what Dave has going on. It is very cool. And uh, I'll, I'll just say this episode gets into um, creativity and, and kind of how to be creative. And I think it's really fucking cool. And I think it's also one that you could watch in a vacuum. It'd be, some of the parts of it would be confusing, but it is excellent. It is so good. And I cannot wait to see what they do in the finale. So I guess just getting folks pumped up for the finale of Dave, full review of Dave season two next week. Definitely check that out. Man, I, I got to catch up. This, this sounds very interesting for sure. My one more thing in, it's kind of hard to explain, but basically I wrote down positivity, not negativity. And I was listening to something recently and they were just saying like, I don't know, they did this project and they were just like, you know, I'm, I'm just surprised it didn't get more traction or this or that. And then they were kind of talking and they were saying, isn't it just so weird that your friends or whatnot, they'll, they'll maybe tweet out something that they hate. Like, oh, get a load of this person. They're saying this thing, and I totally disagree with them. And you're, they're, you're choosing your time to do that. When there's maybe friends or things you love like that you could spend your time on more, don't shout out uh, all of this stuff you hate. How about you shout out things you love? Like, people out there are probably begging for something to be retweeted or watched or talked about. How about we do that instead of just drowning the timeline of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter with just saying, like, get a load of this piece of shit, you know, or I can't believe these people are doing this thing. Just, you know, let's be positive, people. There's a line in The Last Jedi, I think Rose says. It's her only line in the movie. She says, um, you don't win the war by destroying what you hate. You do it by saving what you love. That is, that's sage wisdom, Jared, because you're right. That toxic shit is fucking, being negative all the time is gross. Don't do that. I agree mm-hmm. with you. I love murder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, mommy. 
And the murder I love is done by Dexter Morgan. One show that I'm very excited about that I haven't talked about uh, a lot on the show, Dexter, I think it's called New Blood, is the, the name of the new season. I believe it's Laboratory. <laughs> exactly. DD. <laughs> DD. Uh, but uh, we've gotten some. We've gotten a, a full trailer uh, of the uh, the upcoming rebooted season, and it comes out November seventh. So we have a release date. So it comes out pretty soon. And they must have filmed this one pretty quick over over COVID. But I'm very excited for this. I hope they they get it right. Um, they can they can uh, fix some of the issues that happened with the last se- the last couple seasons of Dexter. But now we have a release date, November seventh, which will give me an excuse to pay eight dollars a month uh, for Showtime after I cancel stars. Dexter coming in hot. Dave on its way out for season two, also hot. And you know what else is hot? Being positive. Be, <laughs> be, a, good, be a good vibe out there, folks. That's what we got for one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right, folks. Hopefully we got you set up with some things to watch, some things to think and talk about, and some things to look forward to for next week. That's going to wrap up this entertainment outhouse we will of course be back on monday with socially constipated and then on wednesday with gridiron grunts thanks as always for joining us don't forget socially constipated pod.com <laughs> head on over there click the links like the stuff give us money become a wanker all that good stuff wanker wanker we're out of here folks we're off to the weekend enjoy yours as well for jared buckendall and seth ott i've been cody michael we'll see you next time bye, bye.